Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in to Talks with Tatiana. On today's episode, I'm going to be discussing the importance of being confident by advocating for yourself, which will essentially help you become more expressive about your goals, values, and boundaries, which in turn will help you live a more balanced and fulfilling life. I will also briefly be discussing former Supreme Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg and how she used her self-advocacy to advocate for women's rights. So before I officially launched this podcast, I would write a list of topics or ideas I had for podcast episodes, and one of the things that I wrote in that list was doing an episode on advocating for yourself, because at the time, I felt like I was just starting to get more confident and standing my own ground, so I wrote in my notes on my phone to do an episode on advocating for yourself. And that's something that I still do. As soon as an idea comes to my mind for an episode, I write down as much as I can about it in my notes so I won't forget. And I was trying to find the right time to do this episode, even though I've briefly touched on it a little bit in other episodes, but self-advocacy is so important. So I knew it needed its own specific like time frame to do it in. So it needed its own episode. Also, with the recent passing of Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I thought now would be the perfect time to do this episode because she was a phenomenal woman who was all about advocating for herself and women, which I will be discussing a little bit later on in this episode. To advocate means to publicly support someone or some type of cause or issue. So then self-advocacy means to support yourself and your beliefs. When you advocate for yourself, you're building your confidence up because you're standing your ground for your values, your interests, your goals, and just standing up for what is right. It's also a way for you to just express your needs and desires in life. When you don't stand your ground and you don't speak up when needed, you will spend a lot of your life just settling. Self-advocacy can be for big things or small things, so don't be afraid to speak up even if you think the issue is small. So like, for example, something as small as if you're at a restaurant and they get your order wrong, that's your time to politely correct the issue. And I know it seems small, but being confident and advocating for yourself has to start somewhere. Some bigger examples of self-advocacy is at school and at work. I mentioned this briefly in one of my other episodes, but there was a time in my last like spring semester of college where I did this assignment and the professor gave me points off for it. And the points off for the assignment made a difference in whether I received a B minus or a B in the class, which makes a pretty big difference in your GPA. So I went to see what I got points off for. And basically she took off points because she felt like in my essay, in this one specific sentence that I was missing a key word. Like I literally missed out on 100% over one key word that the sentence didn't really need anyway. So I initially was just like, okay, like it's whatever, it is what it is. It's like the end of the semester, what can I even do? But then I was like, wait a minute, no, I'm not settling for this because this is not right. So I remembered I had wrote an essay for her class earlier in the semester where I wrote almost that exact same sentence and she gave me full credit for it. And she even wrote a comment on it saying, nice job. 
So at that point, I sent her an email with the side-by-side -side of the two papers, including the comment she made on the one from early in the, in the semester saying, good job. And I basically just said, like, in summary, can you explain to me why in one paper this sentence was great, but in another paper you took off points? And she realized that she contradicted herself and I had my evidence all lined up with the screenshots. So she ended up giving me full points and I got my B. So I was hesitant to do it because I didn't want to make matters worse or like have like any bad blood with a professor that I could possibly have another time. But I just got to a mindset of if I don't advocate for myself in this moment, then who will? So definitely in school, it's so important to keep your eye out on things like that and stand up for yourself and your grades, even if it's something as simple as not understanding what's going on in class. Advocate for yourself by going to your teacher and asking for a deeper explanation. If you want to improve your scores on an essay, reach out to your teacher to see how you can write it better. Because I've definitely had to stand up to a few teachers in middle and high school and in college just for things like them trying to have like an attitude when I ask for additional help or just trying to question my work in general. So just know that even though teachers, professors, your boss or whoever is your authority figure, understand that you still have the right to advocate for yourself if you feel like they're in the wrong. Even at work, if you are being treated unfairly, say something or else you're just going to sit there and feel miserable. Just like with my internship from last fall, I mentioned to this lady at this event that they were hosting that one thing I wanted to work on outside of academics while in college is advocating for myself and not feeling bad for it. And that's when she shared with me that she hates confrontation, but she had to advocate for herself to her boss one time for being treated disrespectfully. And because we bonded over that, that's how I landed the internship. So you just never know where advocating for yourself can really get you in life. If a person isn't willing to hear you out or hear out your genuine concerns and it turns into a confrontation, that is a reflection of them, not you. Don't ever let fear of a confrontation stop you from standing your ground on being disrespected, mistreated, or getting the support that you need. This can even apply to family and friends, which I think is actually some of the hardest people you can advocate yourself to. But I've learned over the years, no matter if it's your parents, your best friend, or whoever, if they are doing something that is hurting you, you need to speak up. That also applies to dating relationships as well. If you're dating someone and they do something that makes you uncomfortable or upset, then let them know about it. And once again, if they get upset, that is nothing but a direct reflection of them. That is an immediate red flag, and I would definitely pay very close attention to that. Being able to advocate for yourself allows you to have better connections with people because you know what you want and you become confident in that, which then allows other people to know how they can support you and what best supports you and what they can do to better their relationship in your life. When advocating for yourself, 
you don't have to do it in a rude way because that's honestly just counterproductive but sometimes you will come across moments where you will have to get a little firm in your voice and if your voice and concerns aren't heard the first time then sometimes yeah you do need to be a little bit firm i mean of course not screaming or yelling or anything but just a little firm so they know that you're serious and that you need to be heard one of my first episodes when I started this podcast, I did an episode on the importance of communicating. Communicating is such an important thing to practice because if you just allow yourself to build up your emotions, it can result to so much negativity. Sometimes we are able to understand how and why we are feeling a certain way, but if you're not able to express it and communicate those emotions to a person, you're just selling yourself short. Whenever you don't advocate for yourself, you start to just let other people think for you. You let them influence you. You start to convince yourself that you're not worthy enough to be heard and you just allow yourself to settle. And I'm just here to say that every human being has the right to have their voice heard. You deserve to reach your full potential. Be confident in yourself. Being confident doesn't mean trying to achieve perfection. It simply just means being confident in knowing yourself and what you want and where you're trying to go in life. I know sometimes people are selfless, which is such an incredible trait to have when you are just someone that is always willing to help others, but sometimes you just have to step back and realize that your needs are just as important and they need to be fulfilled as well. It's great to help others with their needs, but understand that you are worthy enough to have your needs met as well. Don't let people take advantage of you. Learn where to draw the boundary line. You have to be able to sit yourself down and give yourself a full explanation on your feelings, needs, your wants, your desires, and just everything. Whether you do that through journaling or recording it on your phone or anything like that. So then that way you can be prepared to express it to other people. When you practice being able to express your feelings to yourself, it'll be so much easier to express them to other people. A part of this process is also identifying what you are willing to accept in life or what you're not willing to accept and being able to recognize things you would say no to because it's against your values or you're just not comfortable with it, which is okay. Saying no to something, no matter how big or small, it's okay. Know your limitations so you can express them to others. And the same thing applies to the things that you would say yes to make sure that you know your rights especially in the current climate we're in where racism sexism and many other crucial things are very much alive make sure you have a clear understanding of your human rights also again be mindful of other people when self-advocating because coming up the gate just hot and going off and throwing accusations at people that will lead to a way bigger mess than needed. And honestly, it isn't even necessary to get your point across. In fact, your point nine times out of 10 won't get across with that approach because it's disrespectful to the other person. I mentioned this a lot last week on my last episode and social media posting on the podcast pages, but in the process of self-advocating, you have to check yourself sometimes. And what I mean by that is before you self-advocate your needs and desires to someone, make sure that as their friend, their daughter, son, student, or whatever you are in this other person's life, that you're reciprocating that same energy towards their needs and desires. So then that way it creates balance 
rights and it makes sure that no one is being taken advantage of. Self-advocacy can help you be able to figure out what your values are so you can in turn become an advocate for issues in the world. I have mentioned throughout my podcast and in many college essays and stuff that a huge reason why I wanted to become a journalist is because I want to be able to advocate for those who can't advocate for themselves. But in order for me to do that, it starts with being able to advocate for myself and pass on ways and methods on how you can learn to self-advocate. Remember, you are self-advocating for yourself. It's literally in the name. This is solely for you to express yourself. So don't let the attention or opinions of others stop you from expressing your feelings. Even if change isn't made when you express yourself, the principle that you made yourself heard is just as important. Always stay persistent because you deserve to be heard no matter how big or small the situation is. Now into the Let's Discuss segment. As I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, a part of the reason why I wanted to go ahead and do this episode is because of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, also known as RBG. So today's Let's Discuss segment is dedicated to her. So once you're able to advocate for yourself, you know what issues in the world mean something to you. And that's exactly what RBG did. She learned to advocate for herself as she was mistreated for being a woman. And once she took her power back by advocating for herself, she knew she was passionate about advocating for women's rights. RBG was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. She earned her bachelor's degree at Cornell University and received her law degree from Columbia University. When RBG was in private practice, she won five cases in the Supreme Court regarding women's rights. She was nominated to become a justice of the Supreme Court by former President Bill Clinton and served from August 10, 1993 to September 18, 2020. She always pushed for women's rights, She even made the statement, I ask no favor for my sex. All I ask of our brethren is that they take their feet off our necks. I couldn't agree more. Women literally get treated beneath and with so much criticism. There is no equality to men. So I really love the message that she put out there. There was a point where RBG's husband was supposed to fulfill his army reserve duties, but when RBG took the civil service exam, she mentioned that she was pregnant, which led to her civil service ranking being reduced, and so was her title and her pay. She even struggled to get a job because there were very few law firms at the time that were accepting women. This mistreatment, just because she was a woman, led her to self-advocate, which made her able to advocate for all women so they wouldn't have to go through what she went through. This just shows that when you're able to recognize wrong and advocate for yourself, you start to understand what values you stand for and you will stand firmly on them, which will allow you to be an advocate for others and be an advocate for issues in this world. RBG was diagnosed with colon cancer in 1999 and she eventually developed pancreatic cancer in 2009. And from there, she went through a lot of health issues. And in January of this year, she was finally cancer-free, but then in February, it came back, and she eventually passed away just last Friday on September 18th from complications of the pancreatic cancer. But even after her death, she's still making history for us women as she's the first woman to lie in state at the Capitol, basically meaning she will be buried there. 
To further elaborate on the amazing things RBG did for women, I want to share this list I discovered on Instagram. The woman that wrote the list, her name is Sarah. She didn't provide her last name or anything, but she provided a pretty good list of all the incredible things RBG has done for women. She wrote that RBG was a leading force in securing women's rights to obtain a mortgage without a male co-signer, open a checkings account without a male co-signer, start a business without a male co-signer, get a credit card without a male co-signer, obtain a business loan without a male co-signer, obtain a job without gender bias discrimination, obtain and retain employment while pregnant, obtain birth control without having to obtain husband's permission, not be forced to provide proof of sterilization to obtain and retain employment, pension benefits equal to male co-workers, equal consideration to be executors of their children's estate. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was a phenomenal woman and she left an amazing legacy that will never be forgotten. Rest in power and thank you for showing us women that we are worthy, our voices matter, and when we self-advocate, we can become advocates for others. Now into the heart to heart segment. The Motivation Monday quote of the week was, fight for things you care about, but do it in a way that will lead others to join you. This was said by the wonderful Ruth Bader Ginsburg herself. This was the perfect quote for this week's episode because this represents advocating for yourself and advocating for what's right. We have to fight for change and fight for our voices to be heard. We have to be able to be the staple in this world that shows power and resilience. If you don't fight for the right causes in life, you're settling and we should never settle for less. This topic is also the reason why my Truthful Tuesday post this week stated, be true to yourself, don't live the life others expect you to live. You have to remain true to yourself and that starts with standing up for yourself. Standing up when you need help, standing up for your beliefs. It doesn't matter what other people expect you to do. Living up to someone else's expectations means you are living for them instead of for yourself. Be true to you and live up to your own standards or else you will probably find yourself miserable trying to keep up with what other people want from you. It's just not worth it. I also recently saw a post that said, don't worry so much about who shows up for you. Make sure you show up for yourself, which is such a key factor in life. You are what matters most in your life. Make sure to be your own number one fan and support yourself. A part of supporting yourself is knowing what you want, need, and deserve. No one knows you better than you know yourself, so you truly are your best advocate. Stand behind yourself, your values, your opinions, your needs and desires, because what you feel matters and never let anyone make you feel like it doesn't. That's all for today's episode of Talks with Tatiana. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Talks with Tatiana underscore, on Facebook at Talks with Tatiana, and on Twitter at Talk with Tatiana without the S after talk. Turn on your post notifications and please leave ratings, reviews, and share with your friends. Until next time, remember, stay open, stay kind, and keep fighting the good fight. Yeah.